serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. I'm Gatos. He's Chad. Becky Lynn's in the news center. Uh, in about 25 minutes, we're going to discuss a couple things. Phoenix teachers are taking a 5% pay cut. How did that happen? Will it happen? Could it happen? Plus, does Arizona need to follow Texas and start recruiting teachers from Mexico? Um, if you care about your kids' education at 3.30, we'll discuss this with Kathy Hoffman. Even if you don't care about your kids' education, just check us out anyway. Yeah, it's fine. We're here. Uh, until 6. Doesn't cost you anything. Superintendent of Public Instruction. All right. Uh, inflation out of control. All right. We've been living with it for a while right now. Also, we know the gas prices have gone absolutely nuts uh, yesterday. Uh, 412, the average gas price in Phoenix. Today it went up from 412 to 431. Uh, wow. In that one was, night. That was pre cutting off Russia. The, the Russian uh, oil. We will not be importing. In fact, not only are we not importing, anything that was already bought and paid for essentially on its way here will not be allowed to land here and be unloaded. Is that right? Yes. All right. So the president came out, I thought, pretty strong today and said, listen, we're not going to buy any more oil from Russia. Uh, and he also warned, you know, everybody, it's going to it's going to hurt. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Uh, you're going to pay a lot more at the pump. All right. So if that's not bad enough. We've got inflation. We've got high gas prices. Uh, you know, a lot of you, you're renting a place that's gotten out of control. Yes. But we have a new one. Uh Oh, tell me more. Shrinkflation. Yeah. So, maybe... We've talked some shrinkflation in the past. Yeah. Oh, no question about it. Maybe you're starting to realize it. Um, you know, uh, if you go and you purchase something, and you're like, I thought I thought this felt a little bit heavier the last time I bought this, right? Yeah. Shrinkflation. Americans are dealing with both inflation and shrinkflation. I think I've been a victim to uh, shrinkflation with a couple of the products I buy. Yeah, Jackie, the chances are you probably have because it is being seen across the board. If you feel like you've opened up some of your favorite grocery store products and there's less inside, you're not alone. A lot of people are commenting on this. And here's the other thing. You're probably not wrong because, yes, we are experiencing shrinkflation. Inflation is when they increase the prices. Shrinkflation is when companies decrease the amount of food inside. They keep the price the same to try to keep customers coming back. But what they don't realize is that there's actually less inside. that yeah. sounds deceptive to me. I mean, so it's like, so I'll just give you like an example. We'll get a few examples here. But it's like if you go and you buy your favorite ice cream, yeah. right? And your your favorite ice cream, you know, and you don't even realize this. You're looking at it and, okay, it's uh, it's 16 ounces or something. Well, then the company moves it from 16 to 14, same same packaging. Same packaging. Same they didn't make it smaller. Two ounces less. They just made it a little bit smaller in the places that you can't see it, which right. is inside. And you pay, so you're paying... Well, now you're probably paying more even. Right. So for a 16-ounce thing of ice cream, you're going to see a 14-ounce, but you're going to be paying for 16, or maybe even more. Yeah. Is that... Is, that's, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of the example. One example of this is Chobani. People online have been pointing out the differences in sizes of the containers. You should be seeing it there on screen. You know, that that does 
not just happen with uh, yogurt. It really happens across the board. But this is something that my producer noticed. I have one of the new sizes. This is a 4.5 ounce. My producer loves these yogurts. And when she opened it, she noticed it's just a little less yogurt inside, but for the same price. Yeah, that's yeah. that's uh, my uh, my producer on my national show, Phil. He's a foodie, so I said, "Hey, Phil, are you noticing stuff like food?" Because he like he likes he goes and gets pork pork tenderloins. Normally, they come in twos. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Man, prices only went up a little bit in these." I was surprised when I got home. I opened it. There was only one in there now. There was only one. Yeah, but it, they they packaged it in such a way where you thought, "Well, he's getting the same kind of thing," and so he paid more. And got half as much. And it's probably on the label. They have to label it correctly, but you're not looking at that because you don't expect that. No. When's the last time we saw shrinkflation? It was definitely 08, right? 08, I would assume. But not like this because 08, the market collapsed and times were bad, but we didn't have the inflation that we're having now. But I mean, I remember back in 08... And I I honestly remember this. There were like there were a bunch, you know, people bring stuff in to the office, and there was like a bag of chips, you know, yeah, like two potato chips in that thing. Honestly, it was unbelievable. There's like three potato chips in there, and I'm like, this isn't a full bag. And I'm embellishing a little bit, but I'm like, this is a full bag. Lots more of that air to prevent. Yes, (laughs) yes. There's no question about it. So. I would have Not, to say probably, though, when we felt something like this, you and I wouldn't, all of us probably had no idea because mom and dad would have been dealing with it back in the, you know, the late 70s, yeah. uh, early 80s with, uh, you know, where inflation is comparatively to, you know, because in 2008, you could get a good bargain, too. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Tough but to find a good bargain today. Can't find a good bargain today. And which yep. is more irritating, to to go to the store and see... You know, the jar of spaghetti sauce with 32 ounces in there and it be more than you paid last week or to get home with it and it be half as much as was in there. Yeah. And you go, I actually needed two jars of this. Right. Now I don't have enough. Now, and now you have to make another trip. Now you got to go back to the store. See, that makes me almost more angry than the price going up. Yeah. So should these companies be warning us that that's the case? I mean, I guess if they're putting the ounces on it and they're telling the truth, but they're packaging it the same way. You just don't notice. You, we just don't notice. Or, so are they lying to us? Well, no, they're, they're using creative marketing. Oh, right? yeah. creative Or they're saying it's a 32-ounce jar doesn't mean there's 32 ounces of that stuff in there. But that, it, there has to be 32 ounces in there. 32-ounce jar. Oh, it's a 32-ounce jar. But there's 28 ounces of whatever you want. There you go. Well, the only good thing about this is maybe it'll help our bellies. That was going to say, right? I could use a little shrinkflation. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. Uh, you know, call it portion control. Yeah, I mean, okay, let's go down that road. I, I have noticed going to restaurants that I've been in the past. The portion's a little bit smaller. Well, let's be honest. Yeah. They could be a little bit smaller. Most could. every restaurant gives you way too you're right. much food. No, you're right. You're right. But I have noticed that was a little bit smaller than yeah. the last time I was here. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I'm probably paying more for it. Yeah. I'm sure I'm paying more for it. I, uh, and then you kind of feel ripped off. Uh, we, we we got three breakfast burritos last weekend. Oh, I love And they were $33 for three breakfast burritos. Unbelievable. Wait, wait. Say this again? $33 for three breakfast burritos. They were $11 a piece. Yeah, no. I mean, they're big, yeah. but they're not $11 big. Mm-mm. $11? Yeah. How were they? Were they good? Oh, delicious. Oh, well, then it, it was worth it, right? it, 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 it
33 bucks. And have you bought a soda? Like a, you know, you'll go and go, yeah, I'll take a cheeseburger or something like that. And then like a soda. Yeah, that'll be four sixty nine yeah. for the soda. Yeah. You're like, what? So what's next? Are we going to go to like Starbucks and we're going to get our $7 coffee? And, you know, we're going to ask for the, 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 I don't know, the middle thingy that they, the middle ones, the grande, whatever. And it's going to, well, we've, it's now really the grande's kind of the small one now. Tall is small. Tall is small. Tall, Ven- venti? Right, yeah. Is that but are they going to give us less coffee? Grande's middle venti. They're going to give us less coffee? Well, they might. Uh, you know, in that Really? Funny? They're going to give me less coffee what for if, seven bucks. What if they just didn't fill it up as much as they usually have? You know, it's like you're still getting the same size cup, but they just don't put quite as much in it. Mm. Or they well, they don't put as much in it, and then if you have whipped cream in it, they put more of the whipped cream in there. More of the whipped there. cream. Maybe that's cheaper. Yeah. yeah. Shrink inflation to go with your five dollar gas hi kids coming up next uh now that we banned oil from russia that was the big announcement from president biden earlier today we carried it live on ktar how will this affect you and your wallet at the pump no russian oil how much more are you going to pay that's coming up next gatos and chat show Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chat Show. That's right. This portion of the amazing program is brought to you by Parker & Sons Plumbing Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. Hey, uh, coming up in about uh, 15 minutes, we'll speak to uh, Arizona's top of teacher, Kathy Hoffman. 30% of Phoenix Elementary teachers are going to get a pay cut. I'm going to tell you, you're going to lose 30% of teachers if you do that. We'll discuss that uh, in about 15 minutes. All right. Uh, gas prices. Let's see. Uh, 412 yesterday. You thought that was bad? Today, 431. Uh, it's going to get worse. President Biden today. Uh, we carried it live on KTAR, the big announcement. Today, I'm announcing the United States is targeting the main artery of Russia's economy. We're banning all imports of Russian oil and gas and energy. Yeah. I mean, I think as someone that's watching what's happening over there in Ukraine, uh, this is absolutely the right move. I want to do anything and everything Mm -hmm. to punish Putin. Guy is a beast. He's a monster. He's killing children. Killed three kindergarten teachers the other day. Uh, They're bombing, uh, uh, you know. Anything and everything. Yeah. 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 So I'm all for it. Is it going to cost us more? Yep. Oh. I mean, I. Yeah, it is. Look, here's the reality is. is two hundred dollars a barrel a possibility? Because usually it's a hundred, right? Usually it's sixty to okay. seventy-five. Sorry. All right. So two hundred would was... put us in America. The average. Not talking about California, which would be at four hundred dollars a gallon. Yeah. At that Who point cares about California? But uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, we do because they ship a lot of stuff here in the no, But the reality, I'd put us about five forty a gallon if we hit two hundred. And what is it today? Four thirty-one. No, no. What is it a gallon today? Four thirty-one a gallon today. It uh, would be five forty. It's about a dollar more. I'm sorry, a barrel. A, a barrel. It's about one hundred and thirty. Right, so you're hours. saying usually it's seventy. Yep. Now it's what? Uh, one hundred and thirty. One hundred and thirty. If we get to two hundred. Yeah, we could yeah. be looking right around five forty. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a possibility. I, I don't know. I think anything's kind of a possibility. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, at, at this point in time, and. Uh, again, we didn't import a lot, but this is a marketplace that is already uh, volatile, and any kind of fears of what may happen as far as losing any any kind of oil that may be available to to the world uh, puts the other oil at a premium, and that will continue to happen. 
uh, in the coming weeks because I think you know UK is supposed to announce as early as tomorrow that they're not going to that, that they're going to Russia. Yeah, right. step away as well. So EU can't do it; they rely too much on yeah, Russia. That's just what happens, right? right? You know? So if you want to know how much we import from Russia, the U.S. imported two hundred and forty-five million barrels of oil from Russia last year. Two hundred forty-five million. We. That's 8% of yeah. our oil imports. We eat about 17 to 20 million a day. So that's about 20, it's almost a month. Okay. So where does Russia fall into other uh, countries where we buy from? It's buying from Russia, it's 8%, but that's less than what the U.S. gets from Canada or Mexico, but more than what we imported in 2021 from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Remember, we, going back, we, we uh, you know, we were sitting pretty good a few years ago, but some of that also had to do with the, the pandemic. Because, you know, oil was down to like 23 bucks a barrel. You're not mm-hmm. pulling oil out of the ground and losing $25 a barrel in some cases and doing a million barrels a week uh, or a month. That doesn't make sense. Right. So they cap those things and they move and they wait and they do other things rather than this. So uh, that's the, the, the issue that uh, they had. And then when it started to move up, which it has, and all of a sudden the pressure came as we started to consume more, now everybody's back at work. Yuck. I think families are going to have to figure out what do we, do, what do we cut back. That's good. Oh yeah. Is it is it one dinner a week? You know, if you're going out to dinner, are you choosing it... the kids? Are you like, look, guys, we got three of you, but the reality is we can only afford two at this point. Yeah. It's called kidflation. Rid of one, right? And uh, no, but yeah, the dinner, like dinner out, <laughs> like you know, movies, uh, like you're going to be start making serious choices. Hey guys, we're getting, you know, uh, I got a coupon for this, or we're only getting this brand of cereal. So you're like, you like Captain Crunch? Yeah. Now you're getting, you know, Colonel Steve. Yeah. <laughs> It's not even a captain. You're going to get the cheaper brand. Yeah. Yeah, know? I think that's what's going to happen. It's got like a toucan on it with a pirate eye. Remember the red ring baloney? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'll be going back to that. You yeah. start by baloney again? That, yeah, that, yeah, that, that chunky uh, yeah. cheese. Oh, it's like you can't melt and it tastes like chalk. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Like, if you, if you go to like a Starbucks and you buy six or $7 coffee, you don't complain. But if it's $4 gasoline, you complain. Well, we just we just got a. Our, why? Our, why is that? Well, because it's you enjoy the coffee and it, get, it brings you pleasure. Yeah, nothing brings anybody pleasure no. when you go to the gas station no. and you're putting and money in your tank. Yeah, you know it's annoying. You know, like, oh, I got to stop here. This takes times out of my day. I don't want to do that. I was moving. I was listening to a song I liked because you only have a stop at the gas station when something cool's on, right? It's never like oh, we're going to commercial break. <laughs> nope. It's always oh man, I really want to. Oh, this sucks. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. Be All prepared. Right. So, how much is gas going to go up tomorrow? If it went from four twelve to four thirty one, I wouldn't tomorrow, be surprised. Fifty? We're going to go to four fifty nah, tomorrow. I, I think I wouldn't be surprised if we see four fifty by the weekend. All right, all right. Keep an eye on it. Coming up next. Coming up. Uh, we're going to talk to Kathy Hoffman, Superintendent, Public Construction. A lot of things. Ducey has that summer camp. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds weird to me. We'll ask her about that. Uh, also, we have a teacher shortage. Should we start recruiting teachers from Mexico? Ooh. That's what Texas is doing. Should we do it? Talk Kathy Hoffman next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. All right. A uh, lot to talk about concerning education, concerning our teachers here in Arizona. So, 
We're pleased to be joined by Kathy Hoffman, Superintendent of Public Instruction. Uh, Superintendent, how are you today? Doing well, thank you. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. Let me uh, hit you with this first story that we saw just the other day, and if you can shed some light on it, that would be great. We've got 30%, the report says, we've got 30% of Phoenix Elementary teachers are going to get a pay cut of, what, five grand. How is that? How is that possible, and is that really going to happen? That news has been devastating for me to hear about. Um, one of the main reasons driving that for the Phoenix Elementary School District has to do with a, a bucket of funding that they were relying on and to pay their teachers, um, and that bucket is drying out. So it goes to show how our state still desperately needs to have really sustainable long-term plans for how to to fund our teachers across the state and make sure that they have competitive pay, which we know is a really serious issue here in Arizona as we're still ranked last in the country for average teacher pay. And and we continue to fall further and further behind as our neighboring states like New Mexico, Colorado, and Utah are all, all giving teacher raises this year. So how many teachers are going to get a pay cut? I don't have the exact numbers for Phoenix Elementary specifically. I just think that this speaks to the broader issue statewide of of not knowing how are we going to support our teacher prof- professionals going forward as we are now a few years past the 20 by 2020 plan, which didn't even fully meet the mark. And um, we need to know what's next and how are we thinking about the future to make sure that we're recruiting and retaining the best teaching talent in the state. Uh, talking to Kathy uh, Hoffman, Superintendent of Public Instruction. So the money that- that is going to be disappearing. This isn't like taxpayer money. This was a grant that was, like you said, in a bucket. And now that is not, it's just basically running out of money. So it's not being taken away from people. Because I think some people are, are misconstruing that, that that are all getting like, you know, uh, they're having money taken out of uh, what would be their normal wages. Right. And then the other contributing factor to this has to do with declining enrollment in that community. Um, the, the birth rate of within Arizona has also been on the decline. So we are seeing fewer students enrolling, especially if we look at the younger grades like kindergarten and first grade. There has been a decline in enrollment steadily over the last few years. So you have a, uh, do you have a new program and it's going to give more money to teachers? Can you tell us about that? Yes, I like to say I feel like Oprah today because I get to have the exciting news of announcing that for for Arizona public school teachers through this new initiative, we're partnering with Donors Choose and we're investing $14 million from our federal COVID relief funds so that Arizona teachers in our public schools can, um, they can utilize up to $1,000 into classroom projects. And I really want this to be a way to say thank you to our teachers who I know have been working so hard, especially through the pandemic, to serve their students and and really to give them an opportunity to think creatively. Um, so, for example, if a teacher out there wants to do a fun project, like they could um, they could do a science project with with these funds, or they they could consider starting a school garden. They could purchase books. Take the kids gambling because that's got math in it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but te- so um, Arizona teachers can, we're ready to provide them with up to $1,000 per teacher. And because we have $14 million um, that we're investing in this, it will fund roughly 
a quarter of Arizona teachers. So we do encourage teachers to get on our website to learn more, um, which is the aziad.gov slash teacher grants to learn more and, um, and yeah, start thinking about what types of projects they want to do in their classroom. Kathy Hoffman, uh, superintendent of public instruction. Uh, she does not want kids gambling. You know, uh, she didn't say it. that. She uh, just said we can't give this money to that. I she don't think she's all for kids uh, learning math. You're not for all kids learning, learning math, math through gambling, are you? I'll make my position clear that no, I do not support teaching kids how to gamble. All right, well there you go. Then see, so you're, you're you're not preparing them for the real world. <laughs> hey, what do you think of uh, Texas recruiting teachers from Mexico? Is that something Arizona should be doing? Because you know, you know as well as everybody else, I mean, you know better than anybody else. We have a teacher shortage here. Are, are you for the idea of if there are people in Mexico that are teachers that want to come here? Let's bring them in. So actually, Arizona already does that, not at the, not in the state level, but um, there have been some school districts that have been engaged in recruiting from Mexico as well as from the Philippines. And it, again, it just goes to show what how severe the teacher shortage is here, that while we have thousands of certified teachers in Arizona that are not working in our schools um, because of the issues that are that are you know high classroom sizes and the the pay and the respect that our teachers deserve so we have thousands of certified teachers right here in arizona that are not working in our schools that i think we should be focused on recruiting how do you recruit from a different country what's the process like uh you know because i'm sure parents and people have questions like okay you know do they go through uh when they get here do they have to test to get a license those kind of things they do have to qualify um, for Arizona certification to teach. They also have to have the appropriate visa um, to be able to work in our school. So there definitely is a process in place, and it's um, there's because of that we do have a smaller number of teachers that come from outside of Arizona, outside the country for these teaching positions. But um, but especially in rural Arizona, there are some schools that really rely on especially people from the Philippines where um, where they do speak English fluently and they have gone through a teacher prep program. Um, they, they really, again, they just have such a teacher shortage that they're looking at every and all options to make sure that they have teachers in front of their students. Superintendent Hoffman, what do you make of uh, uh, Ducey's uh, summer camp to get kids caught up? Uh, What do you make of that program? Are you for it? Do you like it? I'm all for having more money for summer school. I've visited many summer programs in my time as superintendent and see that the positive impact that has for families to have their kids in a summer program and make sure that they continue to have learning opportunities, especially as we're thinking about recovery from the pandemic. So I'm all for additional funding to ensure greater access to summer programs. And my um, biggest question going forward is, you know, I see that they're putting $100 million in for this year, but what about next year and the year after? How do we sustain these programs and make sure that this isn't just a, a one-year uh, one-year solution to serve our students, and really we need a multi-year plan to make sure that um, students continue to have these types of opportunities in the summer. Well, I keep saying, you take that $14 million, you go and you put it out there, and there's a good chance with some gambling and done the oh, right way, geez. not only can these kids learn, you guys could oh. turn that into a couple hundred million dollars, we wouldn't have to worry about this. Don't listen to him, Superintendent Hoffman. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. What are you doing? Gambling. She needs to relax a little bit. I, you know, I can hear her starting to laugh. I know. 
And it's, you could hear it's like she was trying not to. Is she not against the Ducey plan? No, no. You know, but again, it, it goes, you know, she sees a picture where Ducey's thinking of this summer. She's thinking about, well, what about 2023, yeah, 2024? Yeah, yeah. That's understandable. That's your job. What do you want to do next? Oh, Mike. Oh, are you kidding me? Coming up. Would next. you stay and fight? Yeah. In the U.S. Mm. If it was invaded like the Ukraine. There's a new poll out on that. And I'm very sad by the numbers of this new poll, too. Mm. I just want to stay. I'm super sad. We'll talk about that. That's right ahead. Get us some chat Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, we have a podcast. Check it out. It's called the Gatos and Chad Show podcast. Took us hours to figure out how to name that thing. Subscribe right now. At the I went with stew and soup. Nobody liked that one. Uh, it's a gift chat show podcast. Your iPhone, your Android, grab it right there. Uh, brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Wins Realty East Valley. Get the most for your money selling your home for cash. Go to highestprice.com. Highestprice.com. Coming up at four, um, we've got the best ways to save gas. The best ways. Well, we have some good ways, and then we have the insane. What is it called? Wise man, Steve Zinsmeister. You got the five. Most- I'm calling this my top five insane ways to save gas. On gas. All right, that's 405. That's going to be good. Uh, he's got the list. We haven't seen it yet. No. So we'll just react to it uh, live. All right. Uh, thanks, Kathy Hoffman, uh, superintendent, public construction. The last. Man, she's in a gambling. No, she's not. Oh. You were trying to get her to get the kids to gamble. I was, I'm teaching kids to gamble. Well, I'm, well, first of all, I want to teach them the line, right. right? If you bet 100, right, you can win 140, <laughs> right? Like, you know, you bet you bet 140 to win 100. I'm trying to help the kids mm. for a world that is going to be coming much more of a gambling kind of world. Well, I know the world is, is, is not looking good these days. There's a new survey, uh, and it asks Americans. Awful Americans, some of them. Well, would you stay and fight if the U.S. were invaded like Ukraine? Now, just think about it for a second. Russia comes... And they invade the United States of America. Uh, are you going to fight for your country? I don't know exactly what that means or what that looks like. Because in Ukraine, it's like people are in their homes. They've got their gums, their Molotov cocktails. They've got it all ready. They've been forced into fighting. And a lot of these people can't leave. And that's part of the other side. Of They're it. not going anywhere. Well, some of them, I mean, a good majority of them who are poor, they just had no options. Right, right. But so you stay, you arm yourself, and if Russians come near, you start shooting. Absolutely. Okay, but in America, if that were to happen, a lot of people have options, which will never happen. By the way, can I just say this, Well, Aldridge, just to make all of you calm down? This will never happen. We have the greatest defense in the world. Naturally, we have giant oceans. Yeah. We have two countries that are friendly to us. We 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 don't have to worry about that. Right, but here's the percentage of Americans that would stay and fight. 55%. And those people should allowed to be Americans. The other 45% of you <laughs> should be stripped immediately of your... It's, But it's an interesting question. Like, if we were invaded by the Russians, what would we do first? What would you do first? If we're invaded by the Russians? Yeah, yeah. because I, I know what Becky Lynn would do. I got guns. I'm going to... Where, where do I need to be? How do... What, what do I need to do? I need to make sure my kids are safe. Right, right, right. right? See, and that's my what wife I was gonna... is safe. And then Becky makes sure that her husband's safe, and then her and I go out, and we start, like Wolverine in Red Dawn, we start hunting. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine! Is that what I was going to do, Gatos? Is that what you thought I was you going to do? You were going to make do? sure that your patio furniture was safe oh, yes. and in a secure area. Well, we need a place to sit while we contemplate. Because I know you, and, and you love your patio furniture. Mm-hmm. So, But it's a, it's a tough thing. It's like, oh, yeah, give me a gun, I'll go. It's not that simple. It's like, okay, for me, all right? Well, 
what am, what, where, what's my wife going to do? She'll come and fight with us. I got to make yeah, sure she's she safe. Yeah, she would. She'll come I'm and fight. Sure She'll come she and fight. Come and fight. Well, I'm just saying. I think she'd be a better fighter than I would. Yeah, probably. So can I have you her? That, but you got that softball bat. Going. F- I'm not using baby during this. I mean, you know, that's my softball bat. No, I'm like I want to make sure. What's your What's your number one job? You got to protect your family. Protect my family. Okay. So, how, but here's the thing. How do you protect your family if you're going to war? It's It's a. It, we see it in Ukraine. Dads are dropping their kids and their wife off the train. Well, they're getting they're them to a safe place. You, for us, we'd probably, if we, if we have, we give them to Mexico or wherever, you know, if, if there's parts of the country that are, are you know, uh, safe, you try to get them there as best as possible. And then you go and you and then you go and fight. Some butt. Right. Here's interesting. Uh, first of all, millennials suck. I think we know that. 45% of men between the ages of 18 and 14 said they would stay and fight. Uh, it increases to 57% for 35 to 49 and 66% of real men, 50 to 64, <laughs> said, yeah, we'll do it. And by the way, the Republicans, 68% said they would stay and fight as opposed to 40% of Democrats. Yeah, but I don't care about those two. 57% of independents would stay. That's a low number, too. Yeah, What's up right. with you independents you, know you guys don't there. deserve any of the cool stuff. All right, coming up next. Coming up! Wise man, what are you calling this? The five what? Top five insane ways to save on gas. All right, that's coming up next.